0: The following devotional was originally aired on the Simply Living For Him YouTube channel as well as the Simply Living For Him online women's community. I hope that you enjoy these devotionals throughout your week as much as you do the podcast. Simply Living for Him. I'm here to do my daily devotional. I'm actually getting ready to be a guest on a podcast today, so I'm trying out my lighting and all that today. I'm going to be talking about my new book. If you haven't seen my new book, it's The Simple Homeschool Journey, Building a Family and Not Just a Transcript, and that's available on Amazon. So many people have been writing to me that it's encouraged them, so I'd love for you to check it out. Today on our devotional, I wanted to kind of revisit something I talked about a little while back um, in the devotionals, and that's this passage in Acts 16 where Paul and Silas are in prison. And this has been resonating with me over and over this morning. I really just kept thinking about it, and I kept hearing in my head over and over, like Paul worshiped and his chains came off. Paul worshiped and his chains came off. And so I'm going to revisit this. Like I said, I did a podcast on this a while back, but we often forget what we hear, right? And so, and then for anyone new, you haven't heard this before, and maybe expand on it a little bit. So, you know, there's so much going on right now, right? And the internet is just filled with noise and opinions and downright arguing. And, you know, everybody has an opinion on everything that's going on. And, you know, oftentimes I steer away from that and my social media... And I don't really give, I mean, I certainly have opinions, but I don't really give my opinions either way. I really have decided to use the space that I'm given on the internet to point people to Jesus because there is so many people out there. There are so many people out there that will point you to all the stuff going on. And that's not what I feel like my job is. I don't want to add noise to the noise that's already there. But maybe in the midst of all that noise, give you a, a clear voice, you know, the, like, this is what Jesus says. And so today I was thinking of this and how Paul and Silas here in Acts 16 are thrown into prison. And here's this story of, you know, them worshiping and the chains come off. And we're going to talk about that in a second. Um, But I just wanted to give you a little kind of... um perspective of this so that maybe you can think about your little slice of the internet whether you have a big platform or you know you're just sharing with your family and friends whatever it is you have a voice and You know you can choose that that voice to kind of blend in with all the noise which usually ends to arguing because you know quite frankly no one is going to win an argument on the internet nobody's opinions are going to be changed based by a meme or based by the latest article or headline because there's always something so number one let's not try to win people over by opinions you know with the latest politics via the internet. Why don't we just get together in person, like eye to eye? Because you're probably not going to yell or, you know, use um, bad words or, you know, be as um, volatile in person. When we're in person and we can look someone in the eye, we're much more likely to actually listen, discuss, and hear one another the way it's supposed to be. Um, And so... You know, think about your little slice of the world and how how you behave, like I said, on the internet. Nobody's going to be one these days. Um, you know, I have a, a large following on social media, and I have chosen purposely not to add fuel to the fire, so to speak, um, but, you know, like I said, to point you to Jesus. And this is one of the reasons why. I'm going to get my glasses. Where are they? Okay. It says here in Acts 16. So, Paul and. So- oh, there I got some water on them so paul and silas are thrown in prison and we i don't know if you know the story but many of us do and so while they are in prison they begin to worship they begin to pray while in chains and so let me back up though because i thought that the the verse or the the verses before where they pray and sing hymns is very important It says, a mob, starting in verse 22 of Acts 16, a mob quickly formed against Paul and Silas, and the city officials ordered them stripped and beaten with wooden rods. They were severely beaten, and then they were thrown into prison. The jailer was ordered to make sure they didn't escape, so the jailer put them into the inner dungeon and clamped their feet in the stocks. Here's where it gets good. Around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening. Did you hear the part before they're praying and singing hymns to God, okay? They were beaten, it says severely beaten, with wooden rods. They were thrown into the inner dungeon. So not just like into jail, inside in this inner dungeon Clamped their feet in the stocks. Beaten, they're probably in pain, yet from the beating, um, it says a mob quickly formed around them. Okay, so we're not talking about just like they got punched in the nose and thrown in jail. This is a severe um, beating. And so then, okay, picture that, picture that right there. And then around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening. You don't think those other prisoners took notice? That here we have these men who were severely beaten, put in the inner dungeon, wrongfully so, let's add, you know, they didn't do anything wrong, not in their eyes, not in God's eyes. Beaten, put in the stocks, put in jail, and they're praising and singing hymns. Their reaction mattered. People witnessed that. They were listening, and then it gets so good. It says, suddenly there was a massive earthquake, and the prison was shaken to its foundations. All the doors immediately flew open, and the chains of every prisoner fell off, The jailer woke up to see the prison doors wide open. He assumed the prisoners had escaped, so he drew his sword to kill himself, but Paul shouted to him, Stop, don't kill yourself. We are all here. The jailer called called for lights and ran to the dungeon and fell down, trembling before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? This jailer, just witnessed the power of the Holy Spirit right before him. Are we doing that? Are we letting people see the power of the Holy Spirit? Or are we so busy with our narrative and our rhetoric and spewing out the latest statistics and spewing out the latest headline and spewing out the latest polls and spewing out the latest opinions? Are we letting people see the holy spirit in us that paul and silas had the ability to worship god after they were beaten severely by an angry mob thrown into jail and they worshiped their response was worship do you see that and because they responded that way their chains fell off now do you not realize that then the prisoner Uh, the prisoner saw that, the jailer saw that, and then the jailer's afraid now because he's like, oh my goodness, what is going on? Because he's witnessing the power of God. They said, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved along with everyone in your household. And they shared the word of the Lord with him and all who lived in his household, even at that hour of the night. The jailer cared for them and washed their wounds. Do you see that? He is washing the very wounds that they received in the beating. Then he and everyone in his house set a meal before them. And he and his entire household rejoiced because they all believed in God. Then the next morning, the city officials sent the police to tell the jailer, let these men go. So the jailer told Paul, the city officials have said, You and Silas are free to leave. Go in peace. (sighs) Not only did the jailer believe he and all his household and think of all the people then that that jailer and his household were able to go and tell the good news of Jesus, not because Paul and Silas screamed, we have been severely punished. We have been put in jail, um, you know, for the wrong reasons, you know, woe is us. We don't have our freedom. They sang and worshipped God in the middle of their persecution. And people witnessed the power of the Holy Spirit. And this man and his family were free. They were saved. It says here too, the chains of every prisoner fell off. Do you know what those chains represent? The freedom in Christ. Every prisoner's chains fell off. This story should be such a lesson for us today, right? We have the ability. We don't We don't have the ability right now to change anybody's mind about anything, but we can change their hearts. And I shouldn't say we can, because God can. But we have the ability right now to argue with people, to share rhetoric with people, to share narratives with people, or to share Jesus with people. The power of the Holy Spirit is not going to come through our memes. The power of the Holy Spirit is going to come through the Word of God. If you really care about the issues of the day, go out for coffee with your friends and talk with them because I'm guaranteeing you in real life, you're probably not going to get into these heated arguments. Let's hope not. But when people are connecting eye to eye, they have the ability to have a a proper discussion, I feel like, but even more so, the only thing that's going to change people's minds about all that's going on in the world right now are if God changes their hearts first. And our role in that is simply to share Jesus, to share the power of Jesus, to show that you can worship no matter what prison you are in, no matter how much you're feeling that you've been you know, uh, wrongly uh, treated, they worship because they knew it wasn't about what they could do it's about what the power of God could do and and that just shows Paul's heart how he worshiped God in all circumstances not just when things were going his way he wrote the book of philippians a book of joy while he was a prisoner and so we can learn from that if if we could if we could just keep our eyes on God and how good he is and how he's in control and he will take care of this mess of this world. Look what he did. He changed this jailer. He changed their family. He set those prisoners free. All because Paul and Silas worshipped in their, in their prison, in their chains. They worshipped in their chains. So what if today, We stopped sharing our arguments and and said, you know what, God, you're in control. The only thing that's going to change this world is changed hearts. And that's for you to do. My job is to know you, Lord, and then make you known to a world that needs you. So maybe hold back a little bit sometimes on, you know, the uh, opinions, the headlines, the, you know, I want everybody to know. God is a God of justice and righteousness. Everybody will know. We all know the end of this whole story someday. God wins. And so let's worship. Let's worship. Because you know what? Somebody might be much more inclined to hear what you have to say when you're in a posture of praise and worship than when you're in a posture of defense and argument. So I hope that encourages you today. If it did, would you share it with somebody? Would you share the goodness of God? Would you share the fact that we serve a God who can make our chains fall off merely by his power? And that we are free. We are free because of Jesus. Would you share that with somebody today? You know, there's a lot of negativity out there. I just want to to do these videos to share, you know, the hope of Christ, because honestly, that's really what we all need these days. So if you enjoyed this video, you can find it on YouTube. You can find it um, in the Simply Living for Him online women's community. I do these devotionals, these videos every day in both of those places. Um, You can go find those over there. And I hope that you have a wonderful day. Go and praise the Lord. No matter what's going on around you, go and praise the Lord.